Yeah, we're in business. All right. <laughs> All right, now we should be getting interrupted in three, two, one. Welcome back to another edition of the Paracast. The Paracast? Is it? Did we decide? What did we just say about that? I don't know. We were talking about par- we're the Paraholics now. Nice. This is... Yeah, I think this is the Paracast. I think that makes... Well, not quite 3, 2, 1, but... Well, almost. Gosh, Oof. first time. <laughs> <laughs> Ears explode. Um, yeah, I would say Paracast. Oh. <laughs> we're trying to... All right, get it. This get it lined up a little bit. Get it lined up. Okay. Uh, so again, I'm Shaggy. Oh, J Lo. Audrina. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect timing. (laughs) Yeah. You're jumping, huh? Nice. Para jump. Para jump. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I can't do that. I'll get tired. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, for real. They have endless energy. <laughs> All right, so in this paracast, we're going to discuss um, our personal opinions of the paranormal community at large. You know, not naming any names or nothing like that. We're just talking about the the structure and the way it, <sighs> the monster that it is, and how we don't really fit in too much with it, as well as our opinion, which this kind of goes in tandem with that. Our opinion on what? Uh oh. Yeah. Ruh row. She did. <laughs> but uh, we're going to discuss she our opinion. She did. She fell on the yeah. couch. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, totally threw me off. Uh, oh, yeah, there she is. <laughs> Uh, You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! I'm okay. <laughs> oh, <good>. boy. Yeah. <laughs> I almost died, dude. I'm being, I'm being totally serious right now. <laughs> but, uh... Adrena. We also want to okay. talk about uh, what our opinion is of ghosts and, you know, and or demons, basically. Um, as far as the the paranormal community goes, you know, kind of the pros and cons... Of that, we, uh, I guess we've always thought we, we didn't fit in, so to speak, with that because we, <clears throat> we come from a different perspective, you know, a perspective, especially you and me. Because, like, I, like I said, you know, when the ectoplasm guys interviewed me on their podcast, uh, I, you know, we don't have that defining experience, right? You know, mm-hmm. most of the people that do this have got that classic, I was raised in a haunted house story. 
or something happened that at an early age that sparked that interest into the paranormal for them. We don't really have that. You know, we just, you know, we didn't have, I don't know about you personally, but I know I never experienced anything, you know. Um, we were <laughs> grown men, you know, adults with children by, by the time we, we got into this. Um, I've I've always probably had an interest and a fascination in, you know, paranormal, which is more, you know, the paranormal encompasses so much more than just, you know, ghosts or what people perceive to be ghosts, spirits, Yeah, you were demons, always the, uh, the conspiracy theorist yep. guy, yep. you yep. know. <laughs> UFOs, conspiracies, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, you know... Got bitten by the bug, I guess, and now we're we're into it. But I guess the the biggest complaint I would have with the paranormal community at large, and this does not this does not speak to everybody that's in it, but an overall view, and this can be you know real popular people in the community as well as people that aren't known at all, just you know mom and pop ghost hunters on the weekend. A lot of these people, and I would say I would venture to say the majority of them that that do the uh, you know, ghost hunting end of the paranormal investigation, they already come from the preconceived notion that what they're dealing with is ghosts with the occasional demon. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, where do they come up with that? You know, I mean, that's that's the thing I don't understand. Where do they get that from? You know, that it's a they've already made up their mind. They've already you know, kind of skewed the data that this they go into a location. Because I've heard them say, because people will ask them, you know, have you ever encountered demons before? I just heard a podcast where we were talking about this. And the, a lot of the answers that people will give is, well, although I do believe demons exist, you know, these these evil entities that, that were never in bodies, which I totally disagree with that, and I'll explain that later. But, you know, they'll say, you know, as far as people go, I, I personally, in fact, this is exactly what the guy said. I just heard an interview. He said, I personally believe if you are a butthead in life, that you're going to be a butthead in death. So you, so your ghost, you know, if you're a bad person, your ghost is going to be a bad. And I'm like, wow, that's 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 a bit of a stretch, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's coming with a lot of preconceived baggage there, you know. So you automatically go into a home to do an investigation or business or wherever, and you've already decided that there's that if you interact with anything, it's going to be ghosts. Unless it's really, really nasty, it might be a demon. What? How do you... <laughs> and that's what I think we very much distance ourselves from the regular paranormal community because we don't know what we're interacting with. Yeah, I forget sometimes cameras over there. Um, uh, I, I didn't see oh. the, the blue light show oh. was recording because of my angle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I was like, is it right. recording? Yeah, it better be. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I... I think that's, uh, and, and I'm gonna. I'd like to know your take on that. I know personally, I think that's one of the biggest things that separates us from the overall paranormal community at large is that we do not say that we're dealing with ghosts. In fact, like I told the ectoplasm guys, I'm probably, and I, I think you you probably fit in this too. But I, I said to them, you know, I'm I'm probably one of the only ghost hunters that doesn't believe in ghosts. You know, because I told you know, like I said in that thing, you know, we we say ghost hunting or here in texas ghost hunting and we do it kind of tongue-in-cheek because we're really paranormal investigators mm-hmm. you know but you know i, I don't believe in ghosts i i you know <clears throat> i don't know what we're dealing with you know 
What is your take on that? <laughs> oh, drop the ball. <laughs> I set you up, man. I'm dribbling down the court. I shoot the pass. Blam. <laughs> Yeah, right, put right. your hands up. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I've been asked before, you know, have you, you know, gotten anything negative? I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's my approach, you know, the way I do things. I, mm-hmm. I haven't experienced anything negative. Yeah. You know, I haven't had anything touch me or scratch me or anything like that. Well, that's, you know, you that's know, the, but, the, like you say, you know, that's from a negative perspective. Yeah. But just in general. But, but even touching you, you know, doesn't have to be negative. You know? Well, that's true. That's true. But I mean, yeah, but, just you know, like I said, you know, these people believe they're interacting. There's a, there's a large majority. I would venture to say a good ninety five percent of the paranormal community that that does the ghost hunting in of paranormal investigation believes automatically in ghosts, and that they if there's anything they're going to interact with at said location, it will be the disembodied spirits of once human beings. <laughs> you know, I don't know where they get that from. I don't know either. I mean, I guess that's just kind of the the default, you know, given Halloween and everything. But yeah, I mean, you don't know what you're experiencing, exactly. <laughs> you know, what you're interacting with. That is exactly. I mean, you, you you can't say that definitively. Yet they do, and I think that's that's a problem I have. You know, it's such a big it's pop culture now. You know, ghosts. Are, but that are, but that question, I guess, is so open. Ended and it can go in in any direction you want it to, right? You know because we don't know we're not dead <laughs> as far as we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as far as we know, <laughs> <laughs> we're not dead. So I mean, well, we may never know until that time happens. But then does our memories follow us? You know, mm-hmm. after the physical body is gone, mm-hmm. does that stay with us till we remember? You know, did we have a previous life before and now we just don't remember it? Right. And every now and then, some people do. Now you look at um, in NDEs um, or whatever it is near. Uh, what is it? The near death. Ah, I can't think. Whatever the, the point is, when you uh, the yeah the near death experience, right? Mm-hmm. And out of body experiences. Um, yeah. That clearly indicates to me that's good. That's very good evidence that life does continue on in some form or fashion. But that in and of itself, to me, doesn't prove the existence of ghosts. It just proves that we continue on, you know, after the body dies or you leave your body, whatever. But it doesn't mean that you're going to be trapped, stuck in some house, you know, bothering people for eternity. I mean, that, I don't I don't see the proof for any of that. Right. Now, we have stated but, before. What we, is a ghost? <laughs> exactly, exactly. What exactly is a ghost? What is the defining meaning of a ghost. Well, from what I understand, <laughs> the defining meaning of what a ghost would be is the disembodied spirit of a deceased person, you know, the, the, the person dies, their soul or spirit does not carry on to wherever it's supposed to go. For whatever reason, they remain earthbound. Mm-hmm. They become your, air quotes, ghost. So... Uh, there's a ghost inside of me right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that old joke, you know. How's it go that uh, I'm I'm a I'm a lesbian trapped in a male's body? There's, <laughs> there's a ghost trapped inside of your body. Yeah. And it's okay. going to get out at some point, you know. But what happens to it? That you know, when it gets out, or you know. So is it? Because see, in a lot of these cases, you know, 
what I guess if we're looking at the negative end, um, <clears throat> whenever people go into a location and there's something bad took place, like there was a murder or there was a suicide or something dark has happened, they believe that you know the the dark energy, the negative energy. I guess maybe traps the spirit. They're stuck there and they can't leave because for whatever reason, I don't know, you know, is, did God come up with this? Is this his law? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is not biblical. That's another thing. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to bring God into the equation, I would assume you would bring the Bible. I just, maybe that's just my, my <laughs> assumption, but that's, that idea is not biblical. There is nothing that I've found that, you know, um, uh, yeah. follows the idea of uh, ghosts in the Bible. I mean, there, there there's some passages I guess you could that that could refer to ghosts, but the way it's worded in the Bible, it's appointed unto man once to die, then the judgment. There's nothing that says anything about you know hanging out and you know spooking spe- people in the middle of the night, you know opening doors and you know scratching people and whatever else. So now. The church's view, your typical Christian or church view on this kind of phenomenon is they label it all demons. It's all demons. Everything. You know, that that's their, their catch-all, you know, <laughs> right? They explain everything away with demons. <laughs> Come out, demon. <laughs> but, uh, I have to make a handle for it or she won't eat it. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, he's making a fruit roll-up thingy for Andrea. But, I'm re-rolling up the fruit roll-up. Right. So... Uh, yeah. So, um, that's that's the church's view is that it's it's all demons, if they believe in it at all. If they believe, you know, if you go to them and say you're having trouble and you're what in the world is that cat doing? Oh no! If you have, she's licking the inside of the package, I might want to grab that. They might hear that on, on the camera. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if they believe you at all, if you step grab it. to them and get closer. Huh? Oh, you want me to get? All right. Yep. Pop that bubble. Get. Right. So, if if they believe you at all, they're they're gonna they're gonna say it's demons, demonic activity. So, going back to what we're saying, our our point is here is that we do not believe arbitrarily, you know, in ghosts because we haven't, you know, we don't see the proof for that. Now, we'll say we talked about this in other podcasts that you know, ghost ghost box. Spirit box, whatever you know. I hate those names because that's <laughs> very misleading. But the the we'll call it a ghost box because that's what typically is referred to. Spirit box, but mostly ghost box. The radio sweep device, right? That alone, we've captured evidence on those on that device that I think can allude to several different possibilities. One being the traditional ghost view, but also one being um, interdimensional. Like you're dealing with, you may be picking up actual live, you know, humans or whatever from another dimension. They don't have to be dead. You know, there's evidence for for that that could go along with that idea. Um, you know, could it be uh, aliens? I, I don't know. I don't know. There's there, it's, it's like I said, you know, it, there's too many things we could be dealing with here. We don't have enough information to make a real informed decision, but people have already made up their mind that it's ghosts. 
you know, so I, I think that's definitely one thing that sets us apart. We don't go in there with that mindset. I don't know what we're interacting with, but we've captured evidence of something. Now, when we do an investigation, we we come at it from that perspective because we don't know what else to call these things. I mean, you go, for example, we go to the Black Swan Inn, and they tell us in the moat barn there's two entities, which they refer to as ghosts. These spirits haunt the milk barn, and their names are Sebastian and Heimrich. So we try to make contact with said entities. Now, we didn't get, that didn't happen for us. But could it be, and while I was in there solo, I asked the question, uh, are you lying about who you claim to be? In other words, mm. you know, are you something else and you're claiming to be Sebastian and or Heimrich? Well, you're really not. Now, that idea, just that very thought takes you down the demonic path because that's what, you know, people say demonic is. Now, what's your Cause, take on cause that? Because whatever it is, it could have been like, opportunity. Exactly. You know, because uh, <clears throat> Sebastian left. Now here's my chance. You know, because exactly. people come in here regularly, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, know, it, but I mean... Even if you interact with something that claims to be Sebastian, how do you know you're actually talking to the spirit of the guy that used to be called Sebastian? You you can't. You can't know that. Well, I mean... You know, it's, it's an assumption. It's swamp gas anyway. Totally. Totally swamp <laughs> gas. Weather balloons, you know, all the way. But, um, but no, uh, if, if we're, you know, following it down this, this path that's going to eventually lead to demons, Right. If it's, from a church perspective, if it's not a ghost or a spirit of a deceased human, then it's a, what's referred to as a familiar spirit or a demon who is pretending to be. Okay. Let's analyze that. What is a demon? I mean, what, from your uh, background, what your belief system, I know you're not Catholic, <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, what, what, it, man, I just bumped the heck out of that mic. What is your personal take on what a demon would be. I don't know. I never really had one. <laughs> you, you, never, you never had a demon? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, demon yeah. to me has just always been evil, and that's all I ever really knew. Right. And that's you know? that's probably a standard, you know, thing that, that from what I gather, a, a traditional view of what a demon is, both from a, um, well, from a non-religious a non view, it's, they believe that it is some kind of, uh, entity that is just an evil entity that exists you know here in this plane i guess but was never in a body it's just an evil like what the jinn are referred to you know that's another thing like genies or jinn mm -hmm. um uh, uh what do you call them um nature spirits you know yeah, you know, uh, leprechauns, all these kind of different things that they're supposed to be, you know, they are never were human, right? They were never in a body like, like we are. Okay. I, I'm, I'm guessing that. Well, I don't know. Leprechauns may be in, a, in an actual, but they're not human. Whatever they are, they're not human. But demons are supposedly negative, evil entities that were never in a body. That's a traditional view. Now, from a religious view... A lot of them say that they're the fallen angels, and that's inaccurate. I mean, I mean, if you actually, you know, I've heard people say, "Well, yeah, I know." You know, some people say that there's a difference between fallen angels and demons. I think that's splitting hairs. I actually heard a guy say that. I'm like, "Wow, no, it's not." If you read it, there you're talking about totally two 
separate types of entities. Fallen angels were never demons. Demons were never fallen angels. They're different entities altogether. Now, from a from a close reading of Genesis, you you will find, in my opinion, that de- what what demons are, right? They are the disembodied hybrids that the Bible talks about when the fallen angels came down, mated with the earth women in Genesis six. They produce a an unauthorized hybrid offspring. They were part human and part whatever the angels are. Okay. When their bodies died, their spirits had no, they weren't authorized to be created in the first place. They had no place to go, so they are trapped here. And this makes sense. There could have been thousands of these things, millions of these things. We we have no idea. The Bible doesn't really allude to that. But the point is, they, in my opinion, are what demons are. Now, one thing that they, that they the, the, the traditional take that says they were never, these were evil entities that never existed in a body, Yet, for some unknown reason, they're always trying to get in a body, especially yours. They want you, you know. Uh, That doesn't make any sense. Why would a creature or an entity of some kind, some kind of a spiritual entity that's never been in a body, doesn't know anything about what it's like to be in a body, yet they want nothing more than to be in a body? And they're after you, right? That doesn't make any sense. But... If they actually had existed in a body, they were the demigods. They were the, you know, what the ancient aliens talks about, you know, back in the day. They Basically, it was like what Hercules or Thor would have been. They were half human, half god, or whatever. When they died, their spirits were stuck here. They became demons. Why do they want to get back into a body so bad? Because they know what it's like. And they want to get back to eating, drinking, having sex, all those kind of things, which they did when they had a physical body. Now they don't. To me, that makes more sense. You know, um, does that explain everything we interact with? No, I don't think it does. You know, that, again, that would be taking a blanketed phrase like you know ghost and throwing it over everything. You can't do that. At least I don't think you can. Um, I, I personally, again, I don't believe in ghosts. I'm still looking for the evidence. I don't believe in demons, per se, either. All I know is, we go to these uh, active locations that have history, and we are trying to get evidence to back up the claims that are being made by people that go there and live there. Um, We capture evidence. We capture anomalies, like we like to call them. Um, But... That doesn't prove ghosts. We've never I don't think we've ever captured anything that could prove a ghost or a demon or any of that. All it proves is we've captured anomalies, you know, of the paranormal. Which the paranormal is just anything that's not normal. Which I think all this stuff is, we just hadn't figured it out yet. It's it it's paranormal to us as humans because we just hadn't figured out how it all works yet. You know? Mm-hmm. So what do you think? What is your thoughts on that? <laughs> John's got that. I got nothing. Look on his face. <laughs> well, I, was, I thought this was going to be different. <laughs> uh, we'll take it. What, I've, I've said pretty much all I wanted to say for this one. What? Where would you like to take it? This is already. What? How long is it? This has only been yeah twenty three. That's not bad. We we got it. Keep going. What? What you got? 
don't know. I wasn't. I, okay. It was going to be a totally different thing. I was. Well, what I, do you mean? I mean, that's that's what I thought it was going to be. We were going to talk about you know the paranormal community. But that has nothing to do with the community. That's, that's well, just, it, well, that's it just, does. It, that was it, your perspective. No, I mean it's, the paranormal community looks at, like I was saying, you know, I think ninety five percent of them, again, whether they're famous or not known at all, they come with a predetermined viewpoint that ghosts exist. Absolutely, 100%. When they go to investigate a haunted location, they are going to capture evidence, hopefully, of the ghosts that haunt said location. That's their mindset. I don't think we have that. I know I don't. I don't I don't see it that way. I hope I capture evidence of something, but I don't know what it is we're going to be capturing because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't go into a location with the predetermined notion that there are ghosts there. I believe there may be something there based on all the claims that people reported, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I just and, go into investigation. I want to capture a full-bodied apparition. You know, that's that's what I want to capture. No, you after the freaking <laughs> Holy Grail. <laughs> That's, you know, full-bodied apparition and actual moving objects. Yeah, that, that yeah. would be nice, too. I don't want anything, anything to be thrown at me, but... You know. <laughs> Man, I'll take it any way I can <laughs> It can be it. thrown towards me. Just so, to, yeah. Don't hit me with no brick in the head, because I, <laughs> I want to survive to, to be able to get the evidence out. Look, if if it takes a brick to the head, I'll take it as long as I got it on film. Just don't do it if the camera's not on me. You know, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, mean, I want to get it on film. <laughs> that's why you know when I said we were going to the Black Swan, we went to the milk barn where supposedly Sebastian, you know, would be beating people up, and he can bring guys to the ground that are four times my size. I said, I'm going to go in that milk barn. I'm going to say, Sebastian, if you can do that to those guys, you ought to be able to pick me up and throw me across the room. And I openly gave him permission to pick me up and throw me across the room. He wasn't interested, I guess. He was on vacation, out to lunch. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he didn't have enough energy you know, gathered. <laughs> or it could be that our frequency, we're, we're on a different, if you look at it like a radio station, and you're scanning through the stations, and you have the station that's, you're on the station, so you're clear, you got it, good reception, you click one over, it's a little fuzzy, but you can still hear it, you click two or three more, and it's gone, and maybe that's, maybe that's what's going on here with us, and interacting with things like that, maybe our personal frequencies are, you know, two or three, or four over, Boy, they just can't interact. Sebastian could have been in my face, you know, screaming his full head off, but I couldn't hear him or see him at <laughs> all. He couldn't touch me. He he probably wanted to. If he was really there, I was talking mad noise. He probably wanted to pick me up and throw me. But alas, he couldn't do it, you know. So <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, but then again, the paranormal is not, you know, this these kind of things that take place, they're not on your timetable. You know, just because you rolled up and you paid to go somewhere and you break out your gear doesn't mean it's going to come out and do a little dance for you. We could go back next year. I'm not saying we're going to. I'm just saying we could. And I could get, you know, punched and scratched and be like, man, what the heck happened? It wasn't like this last time. That's a very, that's that's a possibility. That would be awesome if it, if it <laughs> happened. But, you know, <laughs> you know, and it's funny because when we started all this, you know, 
and this, you know, I, I, getting back to the paranormal community, I, I consider ourselves a part of it, but we're more on the outskirts. You know, if you, we're, we're the fringe, which is kind of weird when you're talking about a fringe topic to begin with, right? We're on the outskirts of it. We come at it from like, you know, a different perspective, <laughs> you know, I don't think we think like a lot. Now, we roll up in these places and we ask a lot of the same questions because there's so many ways that you can ask, what's your name? You know, who are you? Yeah. Why are you here? I mean, there's only so many ways you can ask the same, you know, type of questions. But um, I try to ask, you know, other questions along with that. You know, are you pretending to be somebody else? You know, are you, do aliens exist? You know, I ask all these different kinds of questions you don't hear anybody else ever ask. Um, cause we don't know what we're dealing with, but yeah, I'll, I'll even sit there and I'll be like, you know, are you my spirit guide? You know, are you, you watching me? You know, type of thing. See, I'll be asking questions like that. That's a whole nother perspective <laughs> that, that, you know, you don't hear a lot of people talk about, but I know when, when, when we were first starting to do this, you know, and Huck, we always joked it was the demon hunter and he was always after the demons, but, but he also wanted that, he wanted that live and direct. He wanted to be. You know, punched, scratched, kicked. He wanted live and direct proof that something not normal was at this location. He wanted to be able to take that away from that, you know, knowing that. And I don't even think he cares as much about getting it on evidence. I mean, he does, but that's secondary to getting that live and direct. Mm-hmm. Over the years of doing this, the the gap between the two for me has narrowed to the point where... I want that live and direct more than I ever had before, you know. And if it means getting scratched or getting pushed or whatever, I will, I'll take it just to know that there's something actually happening here. Because so far for me, it's the same for you. I mean, we go to these places and it's dead. No pun intended. <laughs> Nothing happens. Yeah. Live and direct. But I still want the footage more than I want that experience. You know, we go to a place like that and nothing happens. We're bored to tears, snoring on the couch, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. But we get some amazing stuff on film and video, audio, photographs. I'm cool with that. I would prefer that. I would rather that happen than to go and get levitated and bricks are flying and, and it's like, you know, a paracatastrophe. But you didn't get none of it on film. And you have a story, a nice ghost story. Screw that, man. I want the evidence. I want that experience. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, the, the, it used to, the, 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 I don't know what the word I'm looking for is that there used to be a larger gap between my wanting the evidence and getting that live and direct. I didn't care as much about the live and direct. I want the evidence. I still prefer evidence over that experience. But the gap is narrowed where they're almost neck and neck. When we were at that Black Swan Inn, I expected a lot more to happen. I expected something. I really, honestly, seriously thought that this was going to be, that was going to be the moment. That we were going to have that experience. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what we left off, you know, in the last podcast, it happened to Lee and Tina, though. They got that experience where... But they've they've always had these kind of experiences. That's why I'm saying maybe there's a frequency thing here. Because they've always 
you know, had interactions, seen apparitions, felt things, heard things where we don't. They heard and saw, uh, Lee, uh, Huck heard, heard somebody running on the porch. Tina saw them through the windows and said, Lee, you know, his name, his real name is Lee. He said, Lee, there's somebody on the porch. He shines his flashlight. There's nobody there. He heard it. She saw it. There was nothing there. That's a live and direct experience. If his audio didn't pick up the feet running across the porch, which I, I, he had, I hadn't heard back from him on that yet. He's still looking for it. If he didn't, and their camera wasn't pointed that direction to see what she saw, then they have a ghost story, and that's it. Great, they had that experience. That's awesome. But where's the evidence of it? That's what I want more than anything. Huh? Okay. <laughs> so I mean, so you you were saying you thought this was gonna go somewhere else. Where where did you think it was going? And do you take this take the wheel. Take us there. How we differ from the paranormal community. Oh, okay, okay. Not just the way we think differently. Our entire. You know the way Every, we do everything okay, about okay. us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I definitely see that. For example, the way we do our videos. I know because we're both very creative. You know, you're an artist. I like making music. You know, I knew going into this, we were going to want to do it with that creative streak. You know, involved. Um, so that meant we were going to come at it kind of like a TV show, so so to speak, and and that's what we did. I mean, we've got like, a, you know, what we do is is an on it's a, it's a web series, you know, on YouTube, right? So we have an intro, we have an outro to our videos, mm -hmm. and we've got you know little segues in between, um, and we the way we edit the videos is in that kind of format. It's like I just told Lee and Tina, what I need them to look for is. Of course, anything anomalous, any good anomalies that they think they've captured, video, audio, photographic. But also, anything that's funny and just footage of them conducting said investigation so that can all be edited in. You know, uh, we edit out, you know, for uh, time constraints and try to keep them at no more than 30 minutes really less than that you know mm -hmm. um but we do kind of keep that kind of tv show uh format but it's without all the drama and the theatrics and the sound, goofy sound effects. effects yeah the the you know ridiculous looking reenactments you know all that kind of crap i mean cut all that out and what you get is a personal look uh it's real reality you know not scripted reality which you know reality tv shows a lot of people don't realize this they're actually scripted you know mm -hmm. in, in a lot of ways and they'll have them reshoot things they'll be like oh you know that was funny but it would be funnier if you did it this way or said it this way that's not what you see on our videos it's live i mean this it's not scripted we don't we get the cameras out we start rolling kind of like how we do this what we're doing right now we don't yeah, we right. come up with a topic and then we hit record, and that's about it. Mm -hmm. That's as much thought goes into <laughs> it, really, you know. Um, I mean, the, the only thing is we've had the topics, you know, laid out, you know, where we, we type up ideas right. you know, for future topics, but that's the only thing. I don't think about them. <laughs> yeah, we don't do research, you know, we don't I, do anything. I don't. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm like, you know, Jayla, what's your thought on, you're like, <laughs> 
but no, but you, you know, that's that's what I think um, is interesting about the way we do it. Yes, it is kind of like the TV shows, but it's real reality. You know, people get when when they watch one of our investigations, you get to see a personal um, perspective, you know, perspective of what it's like investigating with us because you know the people you see on these videos you hear on these podcasts you see in the investigations it's the same people that we are we're like this on camera off camera this is who we are yep so i mean and if you don't believe me just go look at my instagram page you'll see (laughs) just how crazy i can be Uh, you know both of us really and that's how we are so that's what I thought was interesting in the way we were going to do it. It, it. it takes the viewer um, on a trip to investigate where we go, but also you get to learn personal stuff about us for those who are interested. You, know? <laughs> you get to see the real side of us. And you also get to see what it's like to really conduct an investigation. Because in, when you got the TV shows, they investigate what? You know, anywhere from eight to twelve hours, depending on the place, because we found out that some of them, <laughs> you know, claim to be there for a short lockdown, or there a lot longer in some cases. Mm-hmm. So, but when they edit it down, they, you know, because of commercials and all that kind of stuff, it's what you know, forty-five minutes, and then half of that is the history. You know, and signing, reenactments and reenactments and stuff like that, and then relooping over. What happened, you mm-hmm. know? Or what they believe they've captured, you know? So, yeah. you basically, we edit it down for time constraints, you know, to keep it at a manageable level. Speaking of, did you bring any of those DVDs? What DVDs? For Para Theater. Oh, crap. I forgot all about that. <laughs> oh, that's Because I, I remember messaging, I was like, yeah, I'm going to bring my hard drive. That's all I need, right? Because I was thinking there was something else, but I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, we we started a new <laughs> a new thing. I haven't finished designing the logo because I'm gonna upload a video first that we do, and then if that gets removed, then I'm not worried about designing a logo and all that. Right. Because uh, there's potential copyright threats, and it won't be on our regular channels. It's gonna be on my. My named channel, you know, my name's John Lopez. It would be on that channel that I have changed the name of. Right. You know, that I gladly got during the um, the Google-YouTube merger, you know. Oh, did you get- I had my JLo138 channel, and uh-huh. then you had to create your name in order to then access your regular one. Remember mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. stupid crap? Right, they, right, They've right. been away with it since then. But I have that channel, which I have converted over the name, you know, mm-hmm. changed the name to... Paratheater 1138. Because nice. your number is, is always 11, and mine's always, you know, 138 or 38, mm-hmm. and the, the blend of the two is 1138. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> we do, we, ha- do we want to talk about that at we, all? We or? have some, uh, we <laughs> haven't, yeah, we, I guess we could talk yeah. about it. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. Right, no, huh. You know, those um, ghost hunting shows. <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> Personally, I don't watch them, and I never watch them. If there's nothing on TV, I'll put it on there just to get a laugh. Seriously, just to get a laugh, because I don't take them seriously at all. And that's my serious (laughs) take on it. (laughs) That's my serious take on it. And just out of nowhere, I was, you know, we were in the car on the way 
to the Black Swan Inn. And they decided to play one of the episodes from one of them TV shows. I don't know which one. And immediately, you know, uh, they're playing and I pulled out my phone. I started recording, you know, and we were making fun of it right away. And I looked yeah. over at you and you were like, sound effects. And, you know, I faced the camera towards me and I was just like, like yeah, I don't, I, you know, I don't watch these shows. You know, he's got a reason to watch them, you know, to get, you know, how the place looks that you want to go investigate, whatever. Yep. And a little bit of history. So I thought of, because here's my projector. There's the wall you don't see. Playing some of these episodes. And then doing just like we do Paragamers. But it's Paratheater. Right. Similar to Mystery, Mystery Science, Science Theater. Theater. Which is now Riff Tracks. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're not That's stealing their idea. But right. it would be just for uh, ghost hunting shows. where. Right. We make fun of them live. No scripts, nothing. Yep. It's just going to be a picture in picture. Yep. And yep. it'll go live with the video. Now, that is different than what. Yeah, there's uh, there's a script. They, oh, they, yeah. they could write, you know, they, watch it over. They and, watch that watch over and over again. Yeah. They've got their jokes laid out. And, yeah. I, yeah. But, but, but these shows have good enough content oh, yeah. where we can get, come up with stuff live for it. Easy. You now, know, but. The problem that, and you're right, I think we'll run across is a uh, copyright thing. That's why we want to put it on a separate channel to see how it works. But yeah, but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, the, the ghost hunting shows they are good for two reasons. Like I've always said, they're good for seeing places that you and your team uh, could go and investigate. And this is true. We've actually found some. In fact, the Black Swan Inn is one of them. But also, they're good to watch. Like John pointed out. For a laugh, because they're funny. They just, they really are. And I agree with him. I don't take them seriously. Um, most, if not all of them, are just, they're just about views and ratings. That's, that's what they're, I mean, they're all, speaking, we were talking about ghost, right? There is ghost adventures, ghost hunters, uh, ghost asylum. Mm -hmm. We got ghost bros. That's a brand new one that's just coming out. Um, we had uh, Ghost Lab, which is not around anymore. Um, ghost Stalkers. Ghost, 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 ghost. Does anybody see a pattern developing <laughs> here? I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's a preconceived notion. And the shows are helping to perpetrate that idea. Um, and it is. They, they're, they're, it's not real paranormal investigating. It's not. They might be conducting... Paranormal investigations, maybe while they're doing it. But well, during, uh, once it's all edited together, once it's all edited together, it's, it's an investigation. Done. But it's they don't tell you everything, right? You know, which we learned, you know, a little bit more of. Which yes. I already assumed some of it anyway. Yeah. yeah, with without getting much into it, because you know we promised we wouldn't talk about it. We've got some inside information that a lot. Let's. I don't just, remember promising not talking about it. I just. Turned off the... No, that's true. Yeah. No. We don't have to name names or... Uh, well, you know, not the... We don't have to say where we got the information from. But we can say that from what we gathered, you know, the Ghost Adventures are um, the most popular of these ghost hunting shows, probably. And they're also probably one of the most fake of all of them, you know. <laughs> I hate to say it, but... These shows are not what... The forty-five minutes gives you. They're no. not necessarily so. No. 
It's entertainment. You, you, it's it's entertainment. You must keep that in mind. That's yeah. What it that's is. that's what it's for, and it's for that and the money. They're not what right paranormal investigating is about anymore. Exactly. You know? Um, they're not even following their own rules, apparently, you know, when they do a lockdown. I mean, could it know? be because they signed a contract? Yeah, it could be because of that. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. And maybe at one time, all of these individuals were serious about paranormal investigation and really wanted to do it. And they might still be, but unfortunately, they're bound by their signature on that paper mm-hmm. to receive those checks and keep that. It's a job, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. I mean, when 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 you hear the our you know, I'm, I'm okay. trying to find a way to beat around the bush here, but uh, the our informant <laughs> into these into such matters. Speaking of the ghost ghost lab guys, which are really everyday paranormal, it's the Kling brothers. Um, they're Texas boys. Um, uh, this individual uh, did not speak very highly of them. But I know when they've talked about, when they were doing the show Ghost Lab, uh, they didn't like the way the uh, production team and the the channel, station, whatever that, that had the show. Network, I guess. Network, yeah. yeah. The, way they, the way they edited it and controlled it and released it, they didn't like that. And, and if they're being honest, then I can respect that because... I understand what they're talking about. I mean, it's always edited so that it looks like something that it's not. You know, Ghost Hunters is a great example of this. They do this all the time. You know, something supposedly happens, and they're like, and then it cuts to a commercial break, and it comes back, and it was a duck's, you know, squawking in the pond, and they were all like, (laughs) what? Did you hear that? And they go to a commercial, and they come back, and they I heard that, bro. Right. And they got that. They got what they wanted. What they got was that you, you got that that rush and that excitement. You know, you're entertained. You're and it comes back off the commercial break, and it's a total letdown. But they still got that. They still got that out of you. And then you're like, okay, well, all right, I'm gonna keep watching. Maybe something does happen. You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's what it is. It's entertaining. They want to keep you. Are you not entertained? That's what they want, and that's what they get. And unfortunately. People who uh, are entertained by that, and, and not just because it's funny or they're looking for a place to investigate, they really like the shows. They get a false uh, perception of what real paranormal investigation is like. It's not like that. Not even close. <laughs> you know, real paranormal investigation is fun only if you like it because it's boring, you know, especially if nothing's happening. And then you've got evidence review. That's so exciting. You know, it's like watching paint dry. You know, you don't hear much about that either. And uh-uh. then, and then you got to pick out the parts that you want or whatever be good for the video. You gotta, you hope you have evidence mm-hmm. because if you don't, then it's like, why post the video? Exactly. You, you didn't get anything. I look at it. It's like uh, you're panning for gold. Like you're an old, you know, miner yeah, or you're whatever. Sifting, yeah. You're sifting. Yeah. Yeah. You've got your you, your gear, the rivers, the paranormal, you put your gear in, you're hoping to come out with some paranormal nuggets. <laughs> and that's exactly why we do it. But it's not entertaining. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's just, you know, that aspect of it is not. Um, so, but we try to edit our videos, like we said, in a way that shows, you know, how we really are 
shows what paranormal investigation is really like. We're not misleading. No, no, no. Because that, that would misguiding so or, or misdirecting. But I know? see how easy that would be to do, and 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 mm-hmm. that's why I know those guys are doing it. You know, if they're if you hear a pop or a creak, the building settling or whatever, you can be like, you know, overreact. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you hear that? You know, yeah. Or you or by misleading. Prime example of that is back to the ghost adventures. Every time they get a possible response. Is this the spirit of little Timmy telling us that blah, 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 blah? Wait, whoa, <laughs> leading the witness. Back off, bro. I mean, take, take a look at our um, ghost road, you know, when you capture the voices. Right, the screaming? Yes. Yeah, exactly. That was creepy. But yeah, but not just that. Look at me in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean. I'm paying no mind to it. I hear it. I'm just like. Yeah, I'm, no I'm just scrolling through, going over my footage. That's what I'm oh, doing in the background. Hey, I um, I will admit, in the heat of the battle, I get excited. I do. I'm I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> and I was, you know, that was creepy. And but but our reactions are real. They weren't, you know, fake. But we've always said you are by far the most level head guy in the whole group. You're the most calm, laid back. Nothing really gets you going unless it's a curtain rod getting ripped out of the wall and and, and G's there it to didn't flash. Scare me. It startled me. But. G's there to flash his Polaroid in your face. <clears throat> but you know, uh, we the where was I going with this? We fifty. <laughs> Whoo! Is that right? No. Yeah, we're fifty minutes. Good lord! <laughs> That's gonna, long. We're gonna have to cut this one you know, this here, here soon. Well, there's stuff we can cut out of it, but. But yeah, you're right. I mean, um, when but when we heard that scream, the first, you know, we were like, "What's going on?" You know, it, it was we're in the middle of Ghost Road, which is in the middle of nowhere, and to hear what sounded like, and I and, and I stated this, you know, it sounded like a bunch of people partying, you know, screaming. It was a mixture of male and female voices, and it just it came out of nowhere, and then it was gone, and it sounded like I I envisioned. A bunch of people around a campfire or bonfire or whatever, and it was a synchronized, but that was the whole thing, (laughs) a synchronized screaming for what purpose, and there was no evidence of a crowd that large amassing anywhere. We didn't see, you know, tons of vehicles. We saw no Uh bonfire. There was no light, no flashlights, no spotlights, no nothing. So, you know, I still can't say it was paranormal. I can't prove that. It didn't sound specifically paranormal unless you were talking about some kind of a residual sound. See, and but you know, and that's one thing though about you know misleading and, and guiding people in a direction. We can easily come up with a story. Oh yeah, and say you know, you know, well, you know, those are. Um, a it was, group of uh, devil worshippers, you know, doing satanic right. rituals out over here in the and, woods. And you don't even have to say it like that. You can say, yeah. could it have been? That's still misleading. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. And then we get to the point, then you play it, and then all of a sudden you hear it the way you want, or right. the way we guided and misled right. you. Now, now to be fair, we did discuss different ideas of what we thought it could be. Yeah, because there are going, there are animals that that make the sounds. Right. Know, that. Now, you know that Huck was going that direction, but I, I, to me personally, it sounded human yeah, all the way. To, yeah. Now yeah. it could have been like, well, like we said, could that have been you know Native Americans on the warpath? You know, they were, you know, <laughs> it didn't really sound like that either. 
So, and I stated a couple times what I thought it sounded like was a bunch of people partying. But mm-hmm. it still didn't make any sense. Even that, which is not a paranormal thing, it's 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 not exciting really. So there's people, a bunch of people, they're screaming. But what's odd about it is the fact again there was no there was no evidence to support that. That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, it works both ways. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, uh, you're trying to say this is paranormal. There's no evidence for that. You're right. That's why we didn't say that. But there's also no evidence that it was not. There's no evidence to support the theory that it was just a bunch of people in the woods standing around. No, well, there was no fire. That, that they just walked out in the dark in the woods and did a synchronized screaming. What? There's no evidence to support that either. The, the best way for anybody listening who hasn't seen the video that I could remember is from putting the microphone in the in the whole sound that came from the uh, movie. I, yeah, I don't know the movie it came the, from. Yeah, Coast to Coast played that a thousand times. Yeah, they did play it. The I, sounds I heard of it, hell. I heard it years ago, and then you had told me yeah, that came straight out of a movie. I don't know where what movie it was. I think it did. Or or you just hear it sounded like just a bunch of different sound effects that were played. Yeah, just like, ah, yeah. La, 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 you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of as soon as I, I heard it. The, the only difference I would say is, um, the screen that we heard, it did not sound to me like you were talking about people in pain. Mm-hmm. It sounded more like a partying type sound. Yeah. But again, no bonfire, no flashlights, no spotlight, no large, you know, area of parked vehicles, you know, nothing to indicate that. Now, you pointed out, and rightfully so, that sound travels. Could it have been, you know, somewhere else and just carried? You know, we're just, but the woods, I mean, that's a large area. I don't know where they would have been and how far does sound <laughs> actually carry because that yeah. was pretty loud. I don't know. So that was interesting. If you hadn't heard that, you ought to go check it out. It was pretty cool. But we need to wrap this up. Yeah. So thanks for watching. Paranormal Guys, uncovering the unknown. Do unnormalize. It was all in your mind.